Germany Slowly Relaxes Its Grip on How It Confronts the Holocaust by Kim Helmgard in USA Today News section. I'm Paige McKinney. As Germany marks Friday's 75th anniversary of a meeting where senior Nazi officials devised a plan to murder all European Jews, there are small signs the country is relaxing its grip on how it confronts the Holocaust. For decades, Germany has taken a sober, straightforward approach to explaining its Nazi-era heritage. It has avoided sensationalizing historical facsimiles or anything that can't be meticulously documented. It's an approach that's based on the idea that people shouldn't be intimidated and shocked, but informed in a matter-of-fact, factual way, said Hans Christian Jasch, a former government lawyer and director of the House of the Wannsee Conference Memorial and Educational Site, a villa in southwest Berlin where 15 high-ranking Nazis conceived the plan to deport and kill Jews during World War II. It's not always necessary to show big piles of corpses, Jasch said. The point is not to overwhelm people with history, yet still grant them access to it. Museums and exhibits in the United States, Britain, and France often present information about Nazis and the Holocaust in a different way, said Hannah Lever, an advisor to Germany's Federal Agency for Civic Education, who helps organize information about Holocaust memorial projects. They really try to work more on an emotional level, with replicas and other methods, she said, mentioning a film at the U.S. Holocaust Memorial Museum in Washington that follows a boy growing up in Nazi Germany. In Germany, we're very strict about authenticity. We just wouldn't do that. Still, a replica of Adolf Hitler's bunker office, where he spent his final days, went on display last fall in an air raid shelter where Hitler had committed suicide on April 30, 1945. The replica in Berlin is part of a private initiative that includes a portrait of Hitler's favorite Prussian leader, Frederick the Great, an oxygen bottle with a mask, and a statue of the Nazi leader's dog, Blondie. A lot of people come to Berlin and think there's one central place where they can learn about Hitler or see some traces of what his life was like, but there isn't, said Enno Lenze, founder of the Berlin Bunker Story, the company behind the display. People want to know all the details, even about the rumors, if they're accurate or not. There needs to be an exhibition about Hitler himself, because he was the one who more or less caused World War II and whose death ended it. Critics have accused organizers of showing a lack of respect for objective history. K. Uwe von Dameros, a spokesman for the Topography of Terror, a museum in Berlin located on the site that housed the Gestapo secret police, and Hitler's SS paramilitary, said Lenz's replica, which he has not seen, was not something his institution would consider doing. German authorities have resisted creating a single repository for information about Hitler, worrying that neo-Nazis could turn it into a shrine. Lenz said he is providing a teaching experience. The topography of terror has a lot of text and a lot of pictures, and the content is great. But let's face it, if there's a school class, they don't want to read all this stuff. They want to listen to someone who can show and tell them about Hitler in an accessible way. Germany has more than 2,000 memorial sites, including Wannsee, noting the Nazi-committed horrors that killed 6 million Jews and millions of others during World War II, according to the Berlin-based International Holocaust Remembrance Alliance. In 2017, 
Germany will spend about $21 million running and conserving these sites, according to the Department of Culture and Media. Germany makes absolutely no attempt to cover up. It's an exemplar in its openness for dealing with its difficult and conflicted past, said John Lennon, a professor at Glasgow University, whose research focuses on people attracted to sites of mass killing, genocide, and assassination. There's a very high willingness to debate the past, such as, do you let the ruins crumble or do you shore them up? There's almost an obsession with documentation and evidence. A recent debate centered on a scholarly annotated version of Mein Kampf, Hitler's Manifesto, published in 1925 that was banned in Germany for seven decades for fear it could be used as propaganda. The book sold 85,000 copies last year, making it one of the best-selling nonfiction titles in Germany in 2016, according to its publisher, the Institute of Contemporary History in Munich.